This is Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, hosted and powered by Radio.co. We try to do this on Monday nights here at 8.30, brought to you thanks to Sheer Enjoyment Radio. And we try to talk about topics for the week for the audience members to keep. I still have a little bit of a cold, allergy, bronchitis kind of a situation, so the voice is going to be a little bit in and out throughout the situation. Excuse me. But we're still trying to keep up doing our shows and whatnot. So thank you for joining us here on Tani Talks Radio. Thank you for joining us here. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or the like, or you want to be on the radio, we're happy to have you. Come and join us. And send us an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. We are here at... 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. You want to be on the air? No problem. Send us an email. We're manning the email account. We're here on the phone line, 520-453-8302. We are on the Sheer Enjoyment Google app. We are on the Sheer Enjoyment Apple app as well. We're here on the streamer.radio.co link as well. We're talking a little bit a topic per week so the audience members can keep. Growing up, a lot of times when we're kids, what do we like to do with our time? As a pediatric OT, as a pediatric occupational therapist, we talk about this a lot. The mainstay of a child's life, the main occupation of a child's life is that of play. It is important, crucially important for children to play. It is very important for them to play. It is very crucial to their being, to the well-being to play, because that's what they're supposed to do with their time. That's what they're supposed to do with their life. We want the child to play. So why is it in school, why is it in life that there's too much focus on how much academia they have in their life? Why is it more important for them to know fractions and decimal points than for them to know trades and occupations and tasks and self-care and self-maintenance? How many kids actually learn to tie their shoes and fully figure out how to button, zipper, snap everything in their life and their situation. Sometimes the kids will just have the, the, the pull-up pants and the pullover shirts and whatnot, and they'll get away with that for life because it's too important involved in academia. And also in life, in school, so often I see it in all the schools I've worked in. I've worked at seven years, over seven years for the Department of Education for the city, and oftentimes we see that there's not enough playtime. There is not enough time for the children to play out and about in their life. They don't even get recess. You know that growing up, I went to a school, (coughs) excuse me, in my town, in my neighborhood. We didn't even have a shred of grass in our backyard, but I never thought about it. I never focused on it, and it never was important because it was just about having the love of the outdoors, for the love of the outdoors. We went out every morning. We went out every afternoon. I don't know if it was 50 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It felt like it was five seconds because it went by so fast because we had such a good time as kids. But it's so important to be able to be involved in that play, to be involved in that outdoor play, to make sure that we are involved in such an occupation because we want kids to play. And in my schoolyard, in my school outdoor situation, it was gravel, it was hard. We would play handball. American handball, Chinese handball, whatever the difference is, we would play football and you would see kids flying and jumping and running across throughout the whole time. 
and we would get scrapes and we would get cuts and we would get bruised but it was good it was fun to be involved it was fun to play because we wanted to be that we are involved in the play for the love of the outdoors how often is it that kids are not playing how often is it that kids are not involved in such a thing and there are not even recess times especially in public school i don't see it enough the most i've seen is that kids will play either before or after lunch as part of that lunch period. So they'll go and they'll have the 60 minutes where you get 30 minutes to play and 30 minutes to eat. But where's the morning recess time? Excuse me, where is the afternoon recess time? And where is it that they can have the love of the outdoors? We need it to be that they can play, that they can be involved, and they can have that. Oftentimes, they don't even get the proper gym per week. Do you know that technically, legally, kids are supposed to have, as per the American Academy of Pediatrics, kids are supposed to have 50 minutes of outdoor play a day. Five zero. 50 minutes of outdoor play. They're not supposed to have 15. They're not supposed to have 20. They need that 50 minutes. That's why whenever my wife and I go take them to a park or whatnot, I really like to get at least that hour, that 50 minutes, the, the five zero minutes, because it's important for them to make sure they have that outdoor playtime, to make sure they're involved. And it doesn't have to be you know, anything crazy. It doesn't have to be super structured. That's the big difference between play and leisure. One is structured and has rules, and one does not. Leisure is a book. A book doesn't really have any rules. You just open it and read it. But something that can have a real game, like a play, like tag, you're it. You have to tag them that game. Oof, especially if you play freeze tag. And again, I apologize about my voice. It still hasn't officially come back yet. But we didn't want to give up on the Tiny Talks Radio for the week. So it doesn't always have rules, and that's okay. So we want it to be that they're playing, that the kids are playing. So when we would play in the outdoor recess time, oftentimes we would play whatever we would play, whether it's football or whether it would be the handball or the punch ball or elimination, one, two, three, elimination. I don't know if other schools had this. I don't know if uh, how it went about. I went to a non-co-ed school growing up. It was all boys, and you can imagine the level of... Uh, physical activity and physical connectivity in these games when it's just boys and uh, quite violent, you might say. We also play dodgeball. We had gym, too. And in gym, I don't remember much about gym, but I do remember we had one teacher, Mr. Mr. Cerullo, I think he was. He was a cool guy. I think he used to give out hot wheel cars for anyone who did a good job. I don't remember much about gym, but I remember we did play basketball. One time I was playing basketball in 8th grade. We were playing indoors for that period, and my uh, my friends and I were playing basketball. I was very bad at basketball, still am. And we were we were playing, and my friend somehow ducked, and somehow I was trying to block and jump. And I remember putting my foot on his back and almost hearing the crunch of the foot. My 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 whole self came tumbling down as he was like leaning down. My foot jumped up, and like one of the toes cracked back. Basically, not to be too graphic, but basically, I broke my. Foot my foot i broke my toe and uh it was not a good situation i was in crutches for a while and uh, <coughs> showering and self-care was not so easy <coughs> back in the time excuse me and that was difficult that was very difficult but it was to be involved in basketball to play basketball with our friends and eyes that my our, my friends and i that was of course a different type of a sport to be involved in but it's important for kids to be involved in sports it's important for kids to have outdoor time it doesn't have to be structured it could be out, out 
unstructured, but it has to be something that's a part of their life, that's a part of their day. And it should be something that they have every night, not just sometimes, but we need to make sure that they have that. In fact, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things of the entire playing atmosphere, the entire sports, is actually that of Frisbee. I used to play Frisbee when I was working in Camp Hass. Sometimes we had some free time, and there were beautiful big lawns over there. In Hass, for anyone who's been there, the Hebrew Academy is for special children. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Heaven on earth, they call it. Seven weeks of giving children with major issues, with major difficulties, with major special needs, giving them the time of their life. So one time when we had a free period or when we were at rest or when the kids were at different places and the counselors were able to go wherever they were going, of course the kids had to be safe, secure, and accounted for. But whenever we had such a <coughs> such a <coughs> excuse me, whenever we had such a break, we were able to to play in frisbee for me is one of my favorite games. It's not really structured, it's not really played I don't know if I have any real frisbee leagues. You know, you have MLB, you have NHL, you have NFL. I don't think there's anything like in uh, National Frisbee League. They already have National Football League, so that would not be NFL. But that in and of itself, that uh, sport is something I really, really enjoyed, really, really like. In fact, I got a Frisbee or two for our house back here. We, we've thrown around a few times over the years. I miss it, but... Thank God, I think it's something that stays with you. So, you know, here and there, if we ever go to a big park and we could throw around the Frisbee, that would be great. But we would go up and down the the yard, seeing how far we could throw it, how, how, how fast we could catch it. And that was a lot of fun because that's a game that you really outdoors, and it's a real skill game because... I don't know, for basketball, for me, getting the, the, the ball in the hoop, I, I wasn't a fan of that. I tried softball for two weeks in high school. I, I didn't like it, and then I quit. Also, it's too difficult because I lived in one town, and I was in school in a town far, far away. So to be able to do those games, they were on sa- on Friday, right before the Sabbath, right before the Shabbos. That wasn't so functional. That wasn't so possible. It wasn't so probable in my life to be a part of that so that one didn't work for me either i didn't really like softball i also tried golf you know my dad loved love 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 to play golf and and my neighbor also growing up you know he he taught me how to play yeah i tried it it's uh there's too much physics involved you know if you have your body turned the wrong way and your swing is a little off and the club that you use the wrong club and the it gets too it gets too stressful i think it gets too difficult so when you think about all the sports out there, what sport is really left? I do like Nukem is not bad, and, and volleyball is not bad. I've played it over the years a couple of times, especially when we go away to these programs and they have it there. I like the the better one where you actually have to catch and throw it over instead of hitting it over. You could serve it and whatnot, but different games are out there. Different sports are out there. For the love of the outdoors, we got to let kids and let ourselves be involved in these different things. And it doesn't have to just be organized sports it doesn't have to be just organized games it could be whatever aspect to your life whatever you want to play as long as we do it outside too many kids too often are cooped up for too long doing who knows what we want to make sure to get them out there if you feel the same way and if you have a connection to any sport you have any story you want to tell us let us know give us a call at 520-453-8302 Four five three eight three zero two. Let us know. Tell us about it, and give us an email or give us a chat at sheer enjoyment radio at gmail dot com. S H I U R 
E-N-J-O-Y-M-E-N-T-R-A-D-I-O SheerEnjoymentRadio at gmail.com Don't forget that we're on the Google app. If they came back, they put, took us down for a little bit, but hopefully they brought us back. We are on the Apple app and the Apple Store. We are on the Naki Radio. If you have us, you can find us on the portal.nakiradio.com. You can find us. Our channel is Sheer Enjoyment Radio. You could download our channel and you can play it on the player. It's very cool to be able to hear the station playing on the player. That's a Jewish internet kosher internet radio player i love naki radio they do wonderful wonderful work have wonderful abilities and then you can listen to the streaming link to streamer.radio.co and then you type in slash listen slash s33 c9 1 f 0 e 4 slash listen it's very cool to be able to be on the radio it happens to be a side point i was on the radio in yeshiva university once a week also and we only <laughs> excuse me still getting over that cold or whatever it is we only had that one link to be able to listen to it was like wyur.net and you have to click into that link to be able to listen here the technology has has gone even further nowadays not just listening on am or fm in the car which i still think is very cool and still is like the highlight but internet radio has exploded over the years and we have the ability to be on an app google and apple the ability to be on naki radio of course, the ability to be heard on 520-453-8302, 520-453-8302, and of course, the streamer.radio.co link as well. So, if you have a story of a sport that you are involved in, if you have a story of different things you are involved in, especially in the outdoors, let us know. Radio at gmail.com, Radio at gmail.com. You could also call us at 520-453-8302, 520-453-8302. You could let us know. So in my own school growing up, we had this little courtyard, and I looked into it on Google Earth the other month, and it's crazy to think that it was cracked and it was gravel, but we had the time of our lives playing at recess. How could it be? We had no playground. No playground equipment, not a single shred of grass. I'm not exaggerating. No grass on the whole property. It was just gravel all around. Can you imagine how depressing that looks? The whole building also was very, very decrepit and, and dilapidated and falling down in different areas. It didn't have so much money, unfortunately. But we went outside. We would play outside, and we had the time of our lives because it's not about how much stuff you have out there. It's just about going out there and playing out there, being in the outdoors. You could have one ball. In your life, in your class, with your friends, and it could still have the time of your life. That's the idea of elimination. You have one ball, and whoever has it tries to knock out the next person, tries to hit them, not in a hard way or in a mean way, hopefully. If you get hit by the ball and you don't catch it, then you're out. But there could be head safety if you if you go above the neck or not, and you could always try. Dodgeball, of course, you know, it's a team against team. Whoever's left is the winner. But either way, these are different games. You literally have one ball. You could play so many games. It's so interesting how this ball, this one ball, you could have so many different games. So besides for elimination, besides for dodgeball, you could also play handball. And uh, American and, and Chinese handball. You could play punch ball. You could play stick ball. Some people have. You could play catch. You could play flyers up. That was a big game also growing up. You throw the ball. 
And whoever catches it, that gets to be the flyer. That gets to be the next guy to throw. And back in the day, I used to have a, a really good arm, thank God. I remember in Masora, Camp Masora, and I remember in day camp, I used to be able to be like the the throw of the football and football games and, and during the, the relay races to throw items to see how far they would get. I used to be the guy that would throw things with my lefty arm. I still I still am a lefty, but I don't think I have that ability to throw things far anymore. But it used to be so much fun throwing things out there because a ball, a simple ball, a truly simple ball involved could be that's what's involved in a simple sport as well. I'm curious to know what your favorite sport is. I'm curious to know what your favorite memory of growing up with recess or gym or the like. Let us know at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Let us know. Tell us what your favorite sport is. You can also call in and tell us 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. And you could let us know. So when you have a bowl... You have a simple item, a simple ball involved. You, there are so many games that could be played. There's so many sports that could be played. So from some from dodgeball and elimination and punch ball, and then there's kickball, of course. Also, not not one of my best sports. I used to kick it not so far, but that's a game. Also, all you need is one ball, and for the love of the outdoors, to be outside to play these games would be awesome. Would be phenomenal. And besides for flyers up, and besides for catch, which is the all-time favorite, of course, then you then you evolve to the and you move over to the idea of baseball with the glove and the ball and a bat is all you need, and the bases really, and the and the the field, of course. But even basketball, there's one ball involved, and there's two nets, and then you have all these people trying to get the ball into the net. You think of hockey, you have a stick and a puck, and you try to get it into the net. All these different games in soccer, two nets and a ball, and you kick it around. I don't know who invented all these games, but it's fascinating to think to be in the outdoors, to be playing these games. doesn't need to have so many aspects. doesn't need to have so many moving parts, so many things involved. These are games, these are different kinds of sports that you think about that you can be involved in. There, There was also... The, I forget what this kind of a ball is called. I actually found it recently. I think Nerf might have made them growing up. But there, there were these balls that were a, a small football on one side. And then there was like these, these long elements on the other side. And it would help it fly through the air a little bit. I forget what they were called. But they're like these really cool type of football kind of a things that we used to play with also as a kid. But when we think about the love of the outdoors, for the love of the outdoors, we have to let the kids be involved in being in the outdoors and playing in the outdoors. And they don't have to be structured. It can be unstructured. It's okay if a kid says, I'm bored, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, I don't want to do this. I, I, I need to be active. I need to be motivated. My son himself, actually, the first grader, the one that just finished first grade, is now in between. And those days... Excuse me. Those days in between school and camp, and camp and school, is very difficult because the lack of structure and the lack of routine I find very difficult. I I thrive on structure. I thrive on routine. It's hard for me to be flexible. It's hard to, for me to deviate from the ideas in life. So, for the kid to be home is a little hard, a little tough on me. So he's home, but he's doing a good job, and. You know, when he when he plays games and whatnot, he's happy. But sometimes he gets a little bored. He, he needs to be 
occupied. What should I do now, Abba? What should I do now, Dad? What should I do now? What should I do now? I don't know, buddy. You make up whatever you want to do. You could do a little summer homework. They gave him three packets of summer homework, one for math and one for like reading and writing and one for Hebrew. And then his OT gave him one also to, to fulfill different exercises throughout the year. But it's easy for little seven-year-olds to get bored, you know, I'll tell you. In the olden days, though, what would they do? They would go into the outdoors and they would entertain themselves. Why do I have to set everything up for you? You can't figure out what to do with yourself, buddy. You can't figure out what to do with your time. You can't figure out how to occupy yourself. In the olden days, they would just go in the backyard and play for hours. And finally, when they were done, they would come in for dinner. What happened? What changed? Kids need to be fully inundated, fully occupied, fully stimulated, fully overstimulated. We have this and that. And when I was growing up, we didn't have such a thing as STEM lab or STEAM lab. So interesting that these things are are like almost mandatory now to keep kids activa- activated, to keep kids inv- engaged, and to keep kids you know, like fully, fully thinking and fully cognizant of the moment. Back in the days, we didn't have these things. And going back further than that, way before my time, they definitely didn't have these things. Now you're going to have smart boards, and you have to have integrated technology. <coughs> you got to have Zoom, you got to have this, you got to have that. When you think about the idea of keeping it simple, you think about the idea of the outdoors, just keep them having fun. Let them have fun. Let them be kids. And sometimes it's okay not to structure it. I'm sorry, son. You have to figure it out. you got to keep yourself entertained. If you agree with this, if you hear this, and if you've experienced this yourself, let us know at 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. Our email address is sheorenjoymentradio at gmail.com. Sheorenjoymentradio at gmail.com. That is our email address. You can let us know how you think also. Because sometimes simple is better. Sometimes it's better not to have things structured, not to things have overarching and overwhelming. Every aspect of a kid's day is now governed over and now is 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 held accountable over, especially in schools, especially in programs. Sometimes we need them just to play and sometimes we need them just to be themselves, just to be kids. So a lot of times I'll bring my kids out and, and thank God, again, we're blessed with two boys and two girls. The oldest is seven and then five and then three and then baby, 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 little, little, little baby. So we go outside like we went outside today. It's a really beautiful day outside today. So we went outside and my son is starting in like, what are we doing? What are we going to do? I'm so bored, Dad. I'm so bored, Dad. And I'm like, do you know how many how many toys are in the garage? Do you know how much is in there? How much he's never uses? How much he never touches? But all of a sudden now... He's bored all of a sudden now. What What am I going to do? Can you tell me what to do, Dad? No, man. you got to tell yourself what to do. So today we went outside and we just enjoyed being outside. We opened the garage. If you want to take a car out, you can take a car. If you want to take a rocket out, you can take a rocket out. But sometimes kids feel like they need to be entertained. They feel like they need to be told what to do. But sometimes it's really not like that. Sometimes you have to just go with the flow and see what you're going to do yourself. So yesterday we went on the weekend, on Father's Day, we went to a nearby park, my favorite park, which I call NASA Park. And we went and we spent a really nice amount of time there, maybe two and a half hours. We were there, so nice. And I love that park because it has two sections. It's quiet, it's calm, not many people use it, not many people know about it. It's like a hidden gem, a hidden secret, even in our, in our town. Some people know about it. But So we go, we take them to the park, and they're able to play, and they're able to to meet friends that are not from school. <coughs> and not from playgroup 
and they're just able to be in the outdoors and enjoy at the outdoors and enjoy what there is to be offered at a park at a playground so there are swings there on each side there's two there's two playgrounds one meant one's meant for like two to seven year olds or two to five year olds the other one's meant for like six to twelve year olds really eight to twelve year olds but in any case we go and they just go up and down and around the equipment around the around the playground itself and it's so nice to see them playing and and the really cool thing is the really nice part i believe is that they're able to play with whoever they meet they're they get their extrovertedness i believe for me my wife is a little more quiet i wouldn't call her introverted but a little more quiet than me so they they get this ability to talk to any kid that's there there's one kid that's from who knows where that goes to like St. Mary's or whatnot and another kid goes to who knows what a new is where and one there's an there's a, a, a kid who happens to be African American then there's a kid that happens to be a different nationality someone who might live in the Far East and someone who might live in Africa it doesn't matter kids are able to play with other kids and they don't look at these things and I wish the whole world would learn a, a major ethical lesson from little kids especially when they're playing outdoors that they could just befriend anyone they could talk to anyone nicely when when does it come at what stage does it come that this changes kids are innocent they're able to just talk to and, and deal with anyone around them and they're able to just be kids and play so this kid comes that he has no um connection to during the year this kid comes there's no connection during the year but they're able to play now in the playground because when you think about the love of the outdoors when you think about being outside it's important for a kid to play and to play with those in the community to play with those around you but it's always important also to stay safe it's also important to stay alert and focused and it's also important to be involved in, in understanding your environment understanding the boundaries understanding the situation around you and as long as the parents are there and as long as they're able to be involved and to be safe then it's really nice for them to be able to interact with those kids around them so we took them to the playground we took them to to the swing part of the playground too and then after being tired out for two and a half hours and talking to a, a local parent who brought her kid also and we got to, to meet which was very nice after that we went to the ice cream store the rita store and i went in and i got rita's for my kids and for my wife and for myself and that was a really nice end to the day we actually ended the day watching toy story number one with the kids i actually bought buzz lightyear the other week and got the wrong size was a 15 inch one instead of like a 10 inch one because in the hospital when i brought my son with to make sure that he was okay he is complaining of headaches and whatnot and whatnot but thank god so thank god he's okay so we got buzz we got the action figure but they never actually saw the movie so we saw the movie now we just got woody also the 15 inch size as well so that was really nice end of the day that was our father's day by the way where we went to the the playground for a long time we went to ice cream and then we saw toy story really nice day really nice way to spend the day but really it all starts in the outdoors for the love of the outdoors if you find it similar that as a parent or as someone who is interacting with kids or dealing with kids whether your cousins or your nephew or nieces or whether your teacher with kids sometimes just to get out the door is a big win so yeah some parents try to be overachievers and do eight things in a day and they post the pictures of how the kids were listening i don't believe that actually i don't believe the kids were listening they probably were fighting up until that picture was taken that's posted on facebook or instagram or tiktok or whatnot but to be able to get out the door and to be able to get them to the park and just get them ice cream and just to do two things i call that a win because when you have a couple of kids and a couple of young kids, just to get out the door is difficult. So yes, for the love of the outdoors, 
But to get to the outdoors, to get to appreciate the outdoors, and to get to see the outdoors, it's very difficult to make it out of the room, out of the house. So, to be able to do that, sometimes we just have to try our best to make it out. Sometimes we just have to see how we could do so, but we try our best. So we want to make sure to have kids appreciate the outdoors and to love the outdoors and to be involved in the outdoors. But I'm not an outdoorsy type, but I do love the outdoors, and there is a difference. So someone who's an outdoorsy type, like some people I know, they will go on these massive hikes, these difficult hikes, and they'll go on trails that don't even have markings or whatnot. That's not what I'm talking about. That's very nice, but for me, I can't do that. We're talking about the love of the outdoors itself. We're talking about being involved in the outdoors itself. If you understand where we're coming from and you have different stories and you have different things that you could connect to that you do connect to in the outdoors let us know sheer enjoyment radio at gmail.com 520-453-8302 we're doing a more condensed one this week we're doing a little bit of a faster one this week because we're still getting over whatever it is whether it be bronchitis or whether it be this or that but this week We are talking about the outdoors. We're here on Sheer Enjoyment Radio. We are hosted and powered by Radio.co. This is Tani Talks Radio, talking about the love of the outdoors. If you have anything you want to contribute, you want to talk about the outdoors, what it does for you, we will continue in a second, in a minute. But you can call us. You can let us know at 520-453-8302. Talking about the love of the outdoors. Talking about being outdoors. Talking about different things relating to the outdoors. And different things relating to things like recess and gym. And different things involved in different aspects. So, we're talking about the outdoors. And... When it comes to being outside, you don't have to go anywhere crazy if you're Zoha and you're meritorious that you yourself have a house and you have a backyard and you have a front yard. That's a wonderful blessing because thinking about the pandemic all these years, some people didn't even have that. How did they get around and about? How did they stay sane during those very difficult times and no one was allowed to leave their house for a long time? So you used to see these videos and these TikToks and YouTubes about how people would go to their balconies and play different instruments across People would go and they would they would talk across or sing across really beautiful inspirational stuff that I was, that I saw over those years. But that's still the love of the outdoors because even if you can't be in the official outdoors, whether it's an apartment or a condo or a complex that doesn't have a garden or anything outside, just to step outside is still being able to be outside. You don't have to go on these crazy walks and these crazy hikes to appreciate the outdoors. Even if you have a balcony, and that's many places in Europe, many places in Israel where they don't have that garden area they don't have the backyard or the front yard or the side yard there is a cool idea though that i've seen many times in israel called the garden apartment which will get you sometimes three or four bedrooms in the uh, the kitchen and the dining slash eating area but even so you get that little area just to be outside to take your kids outside is still a win it's still great we want it to be that kids are involved in the outdoors, and it could be any type of outdoors. So even if you don't have a backyard, even if you don't have a front yard, how can you utilize and appreciate the outdoors from your own apartment? You can still open the window and peer out. You can still be involved. You can still do whatever you can. But we want to make sure to appreciate the outdoors any way you have it. Even if you have a little garden apartment area right outside your apartment, even if you have a little balcony, so instead of practicing guitar, or practicing whatever craft you have, 
do it on the balcony, let other people hear. It reminds me of the idea when I was in seminary, when I was studying in yeshiva, for two years, especially the second year, we started a, a fund, especially from my, my brother's memory. He, he had passed away when I was away that second year, right when I came back. So when I went back, I used to call it the Ormanacha mission to, to do food packaging for, for Chesed. And I, I would go visit a kid every week, but there were different things involved. And we would try to get around and we would try to make sure to be involved in different things because we want to make sure that we were involved in these things. And when I was involved in these different things, I actually was collecting for some charity, for some tzedakah for the school also at the time. And I would play my guitar right outside my room. I didn't have a garden area or whatnot. The campus obviously had, but in order to at least play and people can hear me practice every day or whatever, a couple of times a week or a few times or a little bit, I would play in the hallway. That reminds me of the people that came out into their balconies, their outdoor porches to play during the pandemic also, because we have to get outside a little bit, a little bit. However, that will look however that will be. So instead of practicing inside on your Martin guitar, which is the dream that we're hoping that will come to the fruition in the future, the Ambitone D28, or whatever you're playing on, whether it's your Yamaha or the hand-me-down or whatever, in your life, better to play outside than inside, as long as it's not raining, as long as the weather is nice. There is something nice about the Kumsitz that I played at a couple of weeks ago. I was asked by family friend, by friends down the block, our neighbor, who was hosting an event for teenagers, and they were doing an event outside in someone's backyard, very, very close by. So before Sabbath, before Shabbos, they came by to take the guitar and to drop it off at the house for me. They wanted to be able to bring the guitar for me, so they did. And then after Sabbath, I ran over and we played this comes it's outside. And to play inside versus outside feels very different. Oftentimes, I'll play and practice in my own house, obviously. Oftentimes, with my kids awake and my kids listening. But sometimes, it's really nice to play outside. And it sounds different and it comes out differently. So we did the Kumsitz. There were like 10 to 15 kids. We were all outdoors. We were with this like bonfire. And... Uh, there was snacks and refreshments set up for the kids. It was really nice. We went through a lot of songs for like an hour and a half and I was playing outside and it felt so nice. So for the love of the outdoors, meaning whatever you are going to do inside, try to do it outside. Try to bring it outside. And that, and that's what it, we're thinking. You know, I was thinking to my wife today, you know, sometimes we watch things. What if we watch the movie outside? What if we watch the TV show outside? And during the pandemic, when the, the height of the craziness was going on, my wife's birthday and everyone's birthday fell out during the pandemic. So what did we do? We had a pop-up tent and some friends came by. This year also, even though it's much better this year, we had the pop-up tent and we had the pop-up, the ability for people to come and to hang out outside. I really like using our backyard and using our driveway. So even when we moved in, we tried to be a part of the, the Shal Shudas Committee, the Shal Shudas Club from the shul, and, and there were different people hosting throughout the summer. We actually had one hosting in our summer before we did the driveway. Lots of people came, maybe 30 people, potluck, bringing their own stuff, utilizing the outdoors, utilizing the, the deck, the outdoor back deck, and utilizing the driveway. Recently, my son had his seventh birthday party, and everyone came to our, our house, to our backyard. We kept them outside. We bought a, different, a few different games. We, had to, we brought some pizza. We brought some other things. And it was so nice to see everyone using our backyard. It felt so cool. And actually, one of the parents told my wife how afterwards was one of their favorite parties because it was very low-key. It was very fun, but it was still... You didn't have to rent a hall. You didn't rent this. You didn't rent that. We just had the kids playing different games 
throughout the time period that they were here. And then we gave them ice cream, and we gave them pizza. Not ice cream. We gave them cake. We had cake for my son because he's allergies to ice cream. So we had a really nice Lego cake made for him. And it was a really fun time to be had by all. And it was very simple. We made evites, which didn't cost any money. We sent them out. We invited people. But that's really the love of the outdoors, really utilizing the backyard. So for my wife's birthday, for my son's birthday, and for even my other son, you know, his son, his, his party is in the winter, but if it's a nice day, then we can get away with playing outside also. And it's good to be involved in outdoor ideas. It's good to be involved in being in the outdoors. We want to be involved in the outdoors in whatever we can, in any way we can, any way we want to. We want to make sure that we are involved in the outdoors. So you could play guitar outside, you could play music outside. And when we had my son having his party, we also played music on the portable speaker that we use for outside. And there's a whole idea involved in outdoors as well, which we'll talk about in a second. If you have ideas similar and you relate to anything that we said, we thank you for joining us and listening to us. We are at Sheer Enjoyment Radio. We are Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.co. This is Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.co. You want to talk to us? No problem. Send us an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. You want to get on the air and talk to me live on the radio and you could be heard on the apps, you could be heard on the streaming, you could be heard on the Naki. Great. Give us a call at 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. You could also send us an email at sheerenjoymentradio at gmail.com. So when we think about the outdoors we think about being outside playing outside being involved in the outside again i'm not into the hiking i'm not into that kind of a thing i'm not really into you know nature preserves or things like that i can appreciate the beauty of outdoors i could like the beauty of outdoors but i i have it in different kinds of spurts so there is a whole outdoor holiday at a really nice time in the year so we come to the summer now and of course the ot show and the pickle show is going to go on big hiatus once we finish each of those respective seasons got willing very soon. And in general, though, there after the summer, there comes the point in the fall where we have a lot, a lot, a lot of bulk of the Jewish holidays that come smack upon us right at once. We have Rosh Hashanah, then we have Yom Kippur. Then we have those few days to get ready for the Sukkot holidays. Interesting, the Sukkot holiday, excuse me. The interesting thing is that Sukkot is a very outdoor-heavy holiday, a very outdoor-heavy time of year. We're supposed to leave our permanent dwelling, our homes, to go into these temporary dwellings. We're supposed to eat in them and spend time in them, and people often sleep in them, in these rickety structures, if in these flimsy structures that the, the wind can move around. happens to be that over the years, it, the schach, which is like the, the covering the top part made of bamboo sticks, always falls down. It fell down a couple of times. This year, I finally got smart enough to tie it down to the actual poles on each side so it doesn't flap and move around even though it wants to so that's a very outdoor heavy holiday we build the hut we build the sukkah to remind us that our dealings and our dwellings in this world are very temporary and the house feels more permanent feels more secure but it's not it's all up to hashem hashem controls everything but we go out into the outside we go eat in the sukkah and we take 
partaking of very different things in the sukkah. So we appreciate the outdoors. We love the outdoors. And when it's nice and cool out, it's really nice. And there's almost nothing better. But sometimes we don't have that. Sometimes it's very hot. Sometimes bees come in and then i got to run out because I can't handle them. My wife is allergic to them and I just can't handle them. But in our lives, for the love of the outdoors, we need to be involved in these different things. And we have outdoor activities. We have outdoor abilities. Oftentimes it's just a transition to get from house to house. People don't stop and understand and appreciate the beauty of nature, the beauty of fruits that Hashem gives to us. You ever think about something simple from the outside, something simple that comes from trees, but it's so nourishing and it's so exquisite and it's so tasty. Something like an orange, a good orange where you peel the orange and each piece is, is, is very tangy in a good way and very juicy. It's so interesting to be, to see these different things in the outdoors. You could see the, the different things that we're involved in and we have to make sure to remember about the outdoors and we should just appreciate that there are trees out there and there's fruit out there and there are, are vegetables out there that can be grown. My friend at work, my coworker at work actually has a plot outside and he tills the land and he is involved in the actual gardening. He has a plot that he's being involved in that he actually is tending to and he he's growing things on the on the vegetable garden he has this plot of land it's like 10 by 20 it's very cool he's growing things he's actually shown us what he's growing because when it comes to the outdoors we have to really appreciate the outdoors we have to really appreciate what god gives us and really appreciate what the different things in very interesting that there are outdoor aspects and we should appreciate the outdoors if we have a house we have a backyard we have a front yard do we utilize our backyard do we utilize our front yards front yards and, and do we utilize it for the right things do we utilize it for good things are we involved in actually having things i love to host people i love when people come to visit oftentimes we'll ask for people to come for a play date for our kids to come to the backyard one week we had someone bring their basically their whole family they brought all their kids and each of our kids had a play date and there are a lot of toys in the garage even though my son talking about earlier he's complaining about the outdoors and, and it's unstructured and he's bored we really have a lot of toys in there so i don't really feel so bad he could find those cozy cubes we have three cozy cubes and just got a new one recently thanks to my mom for one of my kids birthdays we have some bicycles and we have some scooters and we have some lots of games and lots of toys we even have a water table that we bring out in the summer we have a collapsible pool that we fill up sometimes and we have a bigger one that my wife found on, on dance deals or whatever but in general we really need to appreciate the outdoors and be involved in the outdoors and how can we use our outdoors even if we have balconies especially if we have balconies we should use that too i remember that um two different aspects for talking about balconies growing up there was a, a middle section of the computer room in our house growing up that actually had this outdoor section it was a really nice section and it was reinforced over the years and it was really nice to sit out there i myself didn't realize at the time but i myself actually am afraid of heights so standing up there even though it's the second floor overlooking it's a little hard for me to sit out there and enjoy fully enjoy feeling safe and secure obviously it is safe with the fence we talked about the fences last time the mock i have to build those things around but to be able to sit there is nice to to utilize that and in life if you have a balcony you have a deck you have an outdoor deck you have ability to sit you should use it and you should be involved in it i remember 
in yeshiva and seminary. I studied there for two years in Rishon in Beit Shemesh in Israel, and they have a beautiful, beautiful outdoor deck where oftentimes things happen and and people learn out there and people study out there. And, and if you just go out there and you look around, you see the beautiful, beautiful view of Israel, of the surrounding towns, of the surrounding communities. Sometimes it's good to go to overlook points and to go, go to outlook points. If you drive upstate, you know, you're going to the Catskill Mountains or whatnot, there are scenic overlook points, there are scenic outlook points where you can just look out and about and see what's around you, appreciating the beauty in nature. We had a whole sheer about this on the Tani Talks Life show. Now we do Tani Talks Radio every week, but previously, every two weeks, we used to do Tani Talks Life. And we did a different topic each time. One of the topics we talked about was nature, appreciating nature, appreciating what Hashem gives us in life. And now we're talking about for the love of the outdoors in general, for kids to play and to kids to be involved and for us to be involved in. But how many people actually really appreciate, sit down and enjoy the beauty around us? If you're in the mountains, you think about the wonders of the world that are out there. You go to Arizona and you look down and you see the beautiful Grand Canyon, the massive canyon that Hashem created that Hashem made beautiful mountains and beautiful snow-capped mountains and, and beautiful deserts and everything around, everything from in between that you could see rainforests and regular forests. Do you stop and ever look at the view? Stop and appreciate the grandeur that Hashem gives us outside, whether it be an orange or any type of a fruit, any type of a, a, a food that's really succulent, really delicious, and it all comes from God. He does really fascinating things, really fantastic things He gives us into life. We really need to appreciate and utilize all things that He gives us in our life, and it starts with appreciating and utilizing our backyards and our front yards how can we utilize what we have in our life and, and really come about it? So we've used our backyards for many different things. We For different birthday parties and up-sharing hair-cutting parties. And for that shalshadus we did one year. And hosting different people outside. Really utilizing the outside space. So when you think about a house could be whatever size, whatever size. We have our dining room, kitchen, living room, and the bathroom on the first floor. And then three bedrooms upstairs in the attic and the basement. But then when you utilize the outdoors, the whole area of your house feels big, and then the, the whole driveway goes front to back. So when we could use it, it's really fascinating. It's really fantastic. In our lives, we have to utilize the outdoors and appreciate the outdoors. For the love of the outdoors, just going outside, oftentimes we'll walk around and we'll use the different playgrounds in the area. There's a there's a playground, a little, little playground, a chestnut. If it's not cloudy, though, Beware, danger zone. It's very, very hot, and, and the sun beats down on you. You kind of have to hide, I hide under the different areas of the playgrounds, like crawling underneath, sitting on the floor, to try to avoid the the sun and to avoid the heat. But in different aspects, we try to utilize the different outdoor play spaces. So the the NASA park is very close by. It's a four minute drive. We love that park. The Chestnut Park is is right here. It's a nice little little, little park attached to a, a school. There's a couple of other school ones that are there. Then there's the, the playground attached to my son and daughter's preschool. He's actually graduating tomorrow. Very, very sweet. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. But he's moving up and then my, my other son and now the second son and hopefully everyone's kids Everyone of our kids will go to that school. Hopefully, they also have a beautiful playground in the back. They're actually building a new structure. They're, they're having a multi-million dollar fundraising campaign. They expect and hope to move into the new campus, which is even closer to our house, really five blocks away instead of 12 blocks away, God willing. 
they're trying to complete it and they're trying to groundbreak this fall 2022 they're hoping to finish it by 2024 i'm hoping they move in before my son would have to be shipped off for seventh and eighth grade to the other building they want to make the k-801 building right here a couple of blocks away but they also hopefully will make a playground and we'd like to use the different playgrounds it's nice to go around i remember on veterans day is the one day that everyone was off except for my wife she had professional development so one of my favorite days of this entire year was when we had a nice outdoor day what did we do i went with uh, the three kids at the time the baby wasn't born yet I took him and I literally walked across town from our house all the way down to Carvel, which is basically the beginning of our town. And then we got Carvel and we went across the street and we went to the Duck Pond. And the Duck Pond also has a playground. And we went to that playground and they played for a long time. It was such a nice day. And that's the idea of just spending time outside, being outside, taking the kids outdoors, letting them be kids, letting them play outside, having their quote-unquote recess their gym time again if it's sunny it's a little difficult in that park granted i wish they had like a an awning or a shade that they put up that would be a, like a, a slant and keep the whole thing shaded all year but we don't have that at the moment but we want them to be able to play outdoors we want them to be involved in living outdoors and utilizing the outdoors i'm curious to hear what you think let us know at sheer enjoyment radio at gmail.com she or enjoyment radio at gmail.com we are manning the email account sheer enjoyment radio at gmail.com you could also call us at 520-453-8302 520-453-8302 we're talking about the outdoors we're talking about loving the outdoors being involved in the outdoors we're talking about different aspects that come to mind and i apologize again about my voice being a little in and out there i apologize for being a little overtired dealing with the bronchitis or whatever of this whole past week so if things sounded a little here and there a little out there a little not connected and a little discombobulated and i apologize but in general we're talking on this episode of tiny talks radio about the outdoors and we're curious to hear what you think sheer enjoyment radio at gmail.com 520-453-8302 so we talked about how i grew up and how i had recess in my life growing up how i had gym i know my son has the playground in a real playground in the back they have gravel also interestingly my son's school also doesn't have so much grass how's that how's that also interesting i'm thinking about it now the front is really gravel a lot of parking and the back also is like basketball courts and the playground with the rubber but not so much grass also fascinating and then you think about my son and daughter's preschool also not so much grass why is that the whole parking lot is huge and what part of it is dedicated to the playground and then you have the building no grass what is the deal don't worry the chestnut park has the grass and the the nasa park has grass and there's grass of course by the duck pond and by the Paul's Pond Park also in our town. Don't worry, there's a lot of grass, and we have a grass area in our backyard, and the driveway, and the and the deck. But different things are talking about. It's always nice to do picnics, if possible. Sometimes, sometimes we eat outdoors for the Sabbath. Sometimes we walk around, and we take walks on the Sabbath with the family, and we walk here and there. Actually, we were walking the other week, and again, that same child, that same son said, Ah, oh, Dad, Abba, in Hebrew is Dad, Abba, I don't want to walk anymore. It's hurting my feet. Abba, where are we going? What are we doing? Are we going to someone's house? Why are we walking so much? Kids love to complain. And we're like, sometimes it's just nice to walk. Sometimes it's just nice to appreciate the outdoors, for the love of the outdoors, just to be outdoors. It's nice just to walk aimlessly without any 
goal in mind without any end point in mind it's just nice to be involved in the outdoors i remember also growing up one of my favorite things to do was that of bike riding and unfortunately i haven't bike run a long time we have the bike the specialized bike from hard rock great great brand awesome brand we have a second hard rock for my wife but we don't have a bike ride unfortunately and i got a scooter last year i thought i was going to bring it to work but we have that too my kids have their scooters and we have uh, different aspects. Also, I tried rollerblading as a kid. Very, very, very unsuccessful. I can't stop and I can't turn. So what's the point of those rollerblades? I don't know. Very cool, though. And some people have different aspects of different things that they can use outside. But to be in the outdoors is great. And yes, a stationary bicycle would be somewhat of a, of a solution of, of still to be in fit and have the idea of being on a bike, but it's not the same. It doesn't compare nearly to the level of biking outside. And I actually love the idea that I think there is a community out there where there are no cars. A city that has no cars and has only bikes. And I think that they have a, a beautiful way of living and i think it's really nice so there are different car free cities around the world one of them is in belgium one is in kenya one is in fire island it's it's such a cool idea so different cities have no cars and one of them is venice and that's probably the most famous car free city in the world it has 118 islands in a lagoon that's shallow and only 50 feet at steepest so it's so cool that there's many bridges and many canals and a lot of buildings that are only going there by walking or boating. So some people don't even have cars and it has no motorized vehicle except for trash. Very cool some aspects of Greece. So how do they get in? They go by boat and they walk or travel by water taxi. It's very cool to be able to have that. And then a whole aspect of Greece also has no wheeled vehicles so that there's no cars, no skeeters, no scooters. So it's very cool to be involved in that and and to to have an aspect to have a city like that where you have sites you have aspects where you can only get to different places without a car is fascinating so they are car free and that it forces the person to really be involved in nature to really to be involved in the outdoors because you can see different aspects if you if you rent a place and you go to a place but you're only driving everywhere you don't get the real effect you don't get the real beauty of what you're seeing when you get out and you walk or you get out on your bike or you get out and you skate you really but you really can take in the nature you can take in the outdoors it's so nice to walk around things so if you're ever renting things it's good to be outside last year during the pandemic not last year but really in the past years we went and we rented a house in the middle of Connecticut because we wanted to change the scenery and it was winter and we got out of the house and we went outside even in the frigid cold it was so nice to be outside even in the snow God willing we plan to rent a house in Jersey on the Jersey Shore in between school and camp I like to relocate the family for a week I don't call it a vacation do not call it a vacation it is not a vacation it is a family relocation hear me it is a family relocation so, God willing, we're going to go for a week, and we're going to rent a house. We, we booked it a long time ago already. It has the two bedrooms, one for the kids, one for us. It has a, a kitchen and an eating area, and it has a living area, and it has a laundry area. That's enough for a week. So, hopefully we'll get out and about. Maybe we'll go to the boardwalk, and maybe we'll walk around and see different things. But really appreciating the outdoors, loving the outdoors, what Hashem gave us, what Hashem brought to us in our lives it's really fascinating so when you think about cities that don't have any cars 
that don't have the ability. You can get around by foot, by bike, or golf cart, like a place like Fire Island, which is actually not so far. It is in Long Island. You have to get there by, I think, a ferry. It's on the outer barriers of Long Island, parallel Long Island. It is a car-free place. It has a lot of miles of coastline. There's no traffic. How paradise is that? The only way to get around is by foot or by bike or by golf cart. It's so cool. There's a lot of modern architecture architecture there. And there are different places around the world that actually have this, where you have to see the area around you, and no car can do it. I think it's a wonderful idea. I thought Amsterdam also was a place that only had biking, but I'm not sure if that's true. But Venice, I actually have been to Venice in high school. I went with NCSY, the National Conference of Synagogue Youth, and we did this beautiful trip to Venice and then to Israel. And Venice, we went around and we and we traveled around, and we saw that it really is water. It's fascinating. I don't know if anyone lives there, but you don't have a car, you don't have a driveway, you don't have that ability. You got to get around by boat. How do they get deliveries? How do they get food? How do they get trash out? I have no idea. But literally, there's water everywhere. It's very famous. How to get around only by walking or boating? Very very cool. Even in Alaska, there's a place. In the Netherlands, there's a place. Very cool. And in Croatia, there's a place. And in the Channel Islands, some places have that you don't have cars. And that's cool to be able to get around by biking. I'm a huge fan of biking. Obviously, if you haven't told by now, if you haven't realized by now, but different ways that we can be involved in the outdoors and we can appreciate the outdoors and understand that Hashem gives us these beautiful things in our life. So get out, get walking, get jogging, get biking, get running. Take your kids to the backyard even a little bit on a day that's simple like today. We went outside and we just sat and enjoyed the weather. We sat and enjoyed the shade by the garage and we just listened to the sounds and saw the clouds and we're just able to get out and about. And it all starts with thinking about how we can get out of the house, get out of the classroom, get out of the building and just be out. In fact, my son's camp, Camp Ruach, right here in the town over from the town we live, thank God it's going to be seven and a half weeks, Mir Hashem, God willing, hopefully I'll get every day. Last week he lost a week because of a situation that was in camping around, but thank God he was okay. Anyway, they call themselves Ruach and they call themselves fun in the sun. They try to spend as much of their day outside as possible. And originally I was annoyed. Why are you outside so much? It's so hot. But when you think about how wonderful it is to play outside, to be outside, to be in the sun, granted you have to drink lots of water, granted you have to put on a lot of sunscreen and make sure not to get burnt, but we want it to be that we're in the outdoors and we're using the outdoors, we're appreciating the outdoors. And there are some countries, like Israel is the top example in my opinion, where it's a beautiful, beautiful land, a beautiful country, and people are out and about all the time. They go to the Gan, they go to the, the gardens, they go to the the playgrounds and they go out and about and they just try to soak it all in unfortunately people don't use it so much the playgrounds and the outdoor spaces it's so nice to be able to walk so nice to be able to bike it's so nice to be able to rollerblade and even motorized scooter even if you're not getting the exercise as at least you're taking in your surroundings and you can get your surroundings that one day last year when i took my scooter my manual scooter to try to get back and forth to work terrible idea the whole thing was uphill it was killer literally killer on the muscles i was so beaten down for three days after doing that but the one positive i will say especially on the downhills it was so nice to feel the wind whipping at me to see the outside to see my surroundings and that's why a lot of times i like 
walking to and from the train, walking from the train to home, walking to the train, from the train to school. I like seeing the surroundings. I like being involved in the surroundings. And even though it was hard, different years, I was 15 minutes from a train stop or 10 minutes from a train stop or 17 minutes from the train because it's good to get out and about. It's good to walk. Of course, the the American Medical Association talks about how you're supposed to get 20 to 30 minutes of cardiovascular exercise every day to get your 150 minutes for the week. And an easy way to do that is walking to and from the train. Almost gives you that 30 minutes for the day. If you're walking around and you're walking in between places, you can get it. You can easily get it. I highly recommend getting a pedometer and keeping it on yourself, keeping it on your person, or using the app to try to measure how many steps you get, try to measure how much you're walking around, how much you get outside. Some people take laps, even in my current site. Some people try to walk around and try to get outside. And it's good to appreciate the outdoors. So this week on the Tani Talks Radio, we were talking about the outdoors, appreciating the outdoors, being involved in the outdoors. If you have anything you want to tell us in our last two minutes, and I appreciate you joining us and listening to us, and I apologize again about my voice and about my tiredness and about things being a little over the over the place, but of course, many weeks we're talking a topic and going about out and about on the topic in general. And other weeks we're talking about the actual Sheer topic here on Tani Talks Radio, which is brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, which is powered by Radio.co. Tani Talks Radio is our show, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, the platform, and powered by the base of the source of Radio.co. Our number is 520 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. This is Tani Talks Radio. If you love the outdoors and you're involved in the outdoors, how do you use the outdoors in your life? How are you involved in the outdoors in your life? Do you use your backyard? Do you use your front yard? Do you guys take walks? Do you guys go to different playgrounds? We'd love to go to playgrounds. Do you guys go to different parks? In your life, how do you use it? It's all about the love of the outdoors, whether you're a real hiker, which I'm not, or you just appreciate and can understand and, and really Utilize the outdoors. Oftentimes on Shabbat, on Shabbos, I'll take my kids and actually ask them to walk all the way to shul, which is a good 15 to 17 minute walk for myself. But when I take the boys or the family, it takes a good 20 minutes to get from our house to the shul. And then we go to the tent. We're down in the tent. Why? Because it's beautiful to daven and to pray in the outdoors. When you have the tent and the weather is nice and you feel the breeze and you see the trees and you see the grass, it's so nice to daven in nature. It's so nice to daven outside. It started during the pandemic, but really it should have been around for years. Because why not? Why not daven outside? Why not appreciate outside? We started in a different meeting, in a different shul, in a different synagogue attached to someone's house. It was in their really big, beautiful backyard, a really nice meeting, really nice quorum. They had a little playground. Of course, the tent meeting now attached to the young Israel in our town has a very nice playground that the kids play in all the time. A little woman's section, and oftentimes, many times, they'll ask me to pray and lead the prayers, and it's so nice to daven outside. It's so nice to be able to be involved in outside, whether you, you hold your services outside for whatever you believe in. Your duties in the synagogue, some people have the tents, and it's so nice. And the other week we went to a friend's kiddush that was outside in a tent. It was so nice to be able to be outside. When we could utilize the outside, when we could love the outside, being involved in the outdoors, appreciating the outdoors, walking in our towns, walking in our community, even if there's a parade, you know, for... Memorial Day the other week, there was a beautiful little, little, little parade. It felt like out of town in our community where there were fire trucks and ambulances, and it was outside. 
we started off on the very sunny side, but then we switched over to the shaded side, and we stayed under the shade, and, and each time somebody walked by, it was so cute. We talked all the kids and, and my wife, and someone gave us an ISIS, someone gave us a flag. It was such a nice thing to do, honoring the veterans, and the kids had a blast just being outside, just seeing the, the cars go by, just seeing the people walk by, and then... My son's school also participated in walking. It was a little too hot for us, so he was with us on the sidelines. But when we are involved in the outdoors and we appreciate the outdoors and our kids play outside, think about recess. Think about gym. Think about getting that 50 minutes of physical activity outside for your kids or kids that you know every day. Every day it's important for kids to get outside, whether it be walking or biking or whatever you can do. However you can be involved in being outside is really awesome. And they have field days for kids are awesome too. I've been in many DOE schools where they have a whole day outside with different sports. It's so nice. And different people have color war and different events and camp and school that they do outside. We've had graduations outside, which were also really nice. Utilizing the outside, appreciating the outside, being involved in the outside for the love of the outdoors. Make sure you have much outdoor time in your life. Make sure you appreciate the outdoor time in your life. See the bracha, see the blessing that Hashem brings to the world in His nature that He created, in the weather that He created, in the surroundings that He created. Even if you have a patch of grass outside your home, even if you have a little balcony, just sitting and reading outside, sitting and people watching outside, sitting and bird watching, and just watching the weather, watching what's going on, and just sitting and enjoying taking in the... the the, the sights around you. Sometimes we'll even sit on the front steps and our steps are a little close to the sidewalk, but that's okay. And we see people that are walking by and we say hello. And even going outside when the ice cream truck comes by, getting the ice cream that's there, really appreciating the outdoors, loving the outdoors, being involved in the outdoors. That's what we're talking about the topic for this week. If you want to join us and talk to us in our last few seconds, we are Sheer Enjoyment Radio, Tani Talks Radio, powered by Radio.co. You could call us at 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302 is our number. You can email us at SheerEnjoymentRadio at gmail.com. And that's Tiny Talks Radio for the week, talking about the topic of the outdoors, for the love of the outdoors. Join us next time as we talk about a topic for the week, some topics for the week for the audience members to keep on Tiny Talks Radio. And I'm your host, Tani.